Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Angela Brickley. She is the founder and editor-in-chief of Luxor Lux magazine, as well as a photographer. How are you doing today, Angela? Hello, Brad. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey with us here. Absolutely. I appreciate you taking the time and I appreciate you being here. Yes, thank you. I appreciate being here as well. And thank you for putting this platform up for us, Empowered Women. This is such a great gift to us because we love talking about ourselves, but this is one that really empowers other women to really tell their story. So thank you. Uh, It's my honor and my pleasure to hold this platform, hold space and and host this platform. I mean, I I love being able to, to speak with each and every one of you, incredibly, amazingly inspirational women. So it is my pleasure and honor to, to host this platform. Great. Thank you. So Angela, you're a multi-stream entrepreneur or social entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, sorry. You run a successful photography and web design business, and you are the founder and editor-in-chief of Luxor Lux Magazine. How long have you been a photographer? So I've been a photographer for six years now. And so it's been in my work since probably, I want to say before then, three years prior. Okay. And I'll tell you a little bit about my story once we get deeper into the deep dive. Okay. What type of subject matter do you like shooting? When Did you like shooting when you first started out in the photography world? Well, I love taking portraits and fashion photography. That was my niche at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I branched out into doing weddings. Okay. And also getting more into editorials. Okay. Do you remember what your very first paying gig was as a photographer? And if so, what was it? Yes, I do. It (laughs) was a group of female entrepreneurs and it it fits in line with what I'm doing today. So think about if that was like a couple of years back, like six, seven years back. Yeah. And now that you think about all the things that I'm doing, it was, it was like faith. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is one of your favorite things about being a photographer? What lights you up the most about it? Oh, God, I love capturing moments of my clients and then something for them to look back on. So Mm -hmm. it's memory. Yeah, there's something about capturing that specific split second or moment in time that can never, you can never get it back again. And having been able to capture that and share it with them and giving that to them to, to look back on. There's, there's just something so special about capturing that, that specific moment in time. Right. It's priceless. Yeah, it is. 
Did you take any educational training to become a photographer or any sort, or are you completely self-taught? I'm completely self-taught, and I learned by just practicing on myself with a tripod. What got you interested in shooting in the first place? So with me being in the creative field, Mm -hmm. I've always had a blog. So I had a blog back in 2014, and that is where I decided to pick up my camera and take all my photos for my blog. And that's when I decided, okay, this is a thing. People are now asking who does your photos for your blog. Right. And now I had to turn it into a business because I'm not going to do something out there for free. Although I did some, you know, stuff that was for free, but it was getting to the request of having more than just one request a week. It was more than that. So it was a blessing that fell into my lap. Okay. As I mentioned previously, you are also, you run a web design business. So how long have you been running the web design side of things in the business? Oh, wow. So I've been doing web design since 2009. Okay. And that was at my nine to five that I currently do in oil and gas. And so with that being said, we had a team of content creators and one of our roles was to create the websites for the internal web design. Yep. And I, in turn, got a lot of clients outside of work, and that's when I started to take that very seriously. And what's the name of your photography and web design business? So right now, we don't take on clients for web design. We do templates. So my company is called Web Templates by Angela. Okay. And so we create the templates for WordPress, Squarespace, and also Shopify. So anyone that has an online store, yes. So you build out the templates and sell those templates to people that are looking for web design templates then? Yes. And I also install them for an additional price. So yes, I I do sell the templates and then most of my clients are not techies. So they do allow me to go in and create the templates for them and add it to their sites. Oh, amazing. So obviously the web design came before the photography. Did you go to school for web design? It was all self-taught as well at Shell. So at my oil and gas company that I work for now, uh, I learned everything on site. So I learned everything from HTML, from designing, from, you know, just in-house stuff. And I took that outside of my business and I said, I can do this on my own. And I started building WordPress sites. Wow. Okay. Now let's talk about the magazine a little bit. How long has the magazine been in existence? So the magazine started three years ago. Okay. And what is the focus or subject matter of the magazine? So the focus is on female empowerment and entrepreneurship. So I highlight a lot of females and in the role of entrepreneurship, if they're female founders, I would love to speak to them. Okay. And what was the inspiration behind starting a magazine? Oh, so my story is a little, so Luxure Lux came to be after I retired from my lifestyle and fashion blog that I started back in 2014. Okay. After running the blog for quite some time, I still felt as though there was a piece that was missing. So I ran my analytics on my blog and that is when I noticed that all of my business articles were getting most the most popular readers. So I knew I needed to redirect my career path with my blog. So one night I was so restless <laughs> and <laughs> it's as if God was telling me to get on my computer and do some research. Yeah. So that evening I looked up tools I needed to get started. Within a few months, I launched my first issue of the magazine. Wow, that quickly. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it was just the way my brain works when I want something and I know that God put it on my heart, that is when I'm going to actually put in the work because it's a, it's a gift. So I feel like it's something that I need to share with the world. Yeah. So you didn't have any experience in media, print, magazine world prior to starting the magazine then? Nope. All self-taught. <laughs> I'm seeing a theme here, Angela. There's a theme. There's a theme. So it's all self-taught and lessons learned from my role in the oil and gas industry as well. Mm-hmm. So within my role, I do a lot of communication consultant. Yeah. So with that being said, I do a lot of writing and also reading and proofreading and you know, and it helped me understand a little bit about that industry. So yeah, I would say all self-taught. <laughs> <laughs> that common thread that yeah. ties it all together. <laughs> right. <laughs> you being a photographer, do you do any or all of the shoots for the magazine's features or stories? Yes, for the features and the lifestyle section, I do. For the cover, I do tend to hire out because it's normally it's not in Houston where I'm based. Okay. My cover girls are really based in New York and California. Okay. Um, There's there's some that a few that is on the East Coast, like Chicago and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, being the founder and editor in chief of the magazine, can you describe or tell us a bit about what your responsibilities are with relation to the magazine? Sure. My role as an editor-in-chief is to determine the look and the feel of the publication. So the final say and anything that goes as far as publishing and, and what doesn't go in the magazine as well, that is my role. And leading the publication team of editors and the copy editors and the writers. So just making sure that I have those writers and the copy editors and reviewing a lot of the entries that come in. So you're dealing with the magazine. You're also shooting as a photographer, not just for the magazine, but for your business as well. And the web design. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a pretty busy woman. I was just going to say you're a hell of a busy lady. (laughs) Yeah. How the hell do you find the time to, to fit it all in? It's funny because I get that a lot from a lot of friends and also just anyone that I speak to, like, how do you find the time? I actually feel like I still have time. (laughs) I feel that way. So I just added something else, but I'll touch on that later. All right. But the thing about me is I outsource a lot. Okay. Okay. Well, that that helps for sure. Right. (laughs) For sure. Now, is the magazine available in digital and print form? It's both. So, okay. yeah. And how often is the magazine published and where can people find and purchase the magazine? It's published semi-annually. So it started off as monthly. Can you okay. <laughs> so it started monthly. Yeah. And then we went, we tapered it down because we wanted to make sure that we have a stamp in the world. Like people knew who we were. Right. Nationwide. And then we went to semi-monthly. I'm okay. Sorry. Yeah, bi-monthly. Yep. And then we did, because of COVID, we started doing semi-annually because we couldn't travel as much for the lifestyle features and stuff like that. So we decided to do semi-annually. And now I feel like that's a good balance until COVID gets out of the where it's at right now. Yeah. That's when we'll up it to bi-monthly. Okay. Yeah. And where can people purchase the magazine for those interested? Yeah, they can purchase it on the website at luxurluxmag.com. And we are located in a few Barnes and Nobles nationwide. 
Oh, amazing. Congratulations. That's huge. Thank you. Yeah. Have you noticed a shift? I mean, being working in the world of, of media and print, have you noticed a shift in the messaging happening in the media world where publications, et cetera, are being more conscious and mindful about their focus and messaging? Yeah, I, I do feel that way. Now that the world, you know, there's a lot of equality issues going around and people are being more conscious of that mm-hmm. and different subjects of the world that we're going through. And then making sure that women are, you know, at the forefront of different sectors. I believe it's a little bit more, not tiptoeing around, but more open. Right. Yeah. How do you find the women to feature in your magazine? Oh, yeah. So the the women I usually find, I don't actually find them. I am blessed with two or three PR companies that I work with out of New York and and LA. They send me cover women and also they send me the feature women. So I don't actually, at first I did poach girls. Right. Now is to where it's a running engine to where I have those PR companies and they send me girls continuously. So <laughs> there's some that I can't take. Yeah. And I really, really look for women that are aligned with our mission of our right. right. That's a great problem to have too many women getting sent <laughs> to you. You get your pick and choose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> fun to go through and read their bios and look at their social medias. And we have some incredible stories in the magazine. So these companies, these PR companies send you the women and then you have the final say in who goes in, who you're featuring and so on. So how do you determine which women you're going to feature? Like what are what are the criteria? What are the deciding criteria for you? So a lot of my alignment is, are they empowering other women okay are they also do they have a clean social media i run my magazine kind of like how a corporate company would not so much corporate but i kind of look at the things that what shell would hire someone at you okay. know company yeah. I work at would you want someone in your magazine that are you know stripping and <laughs> yeah you know, this is as an example right yes I would prefer to have someone in alignment. So when someone picks up the magazine, our age range can be someone that is like 16 years old. How are they going to look up to those women, you know, that are telling their stories? So I really, I'm very conscious on that and who I put in the magazine for that sake. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of women and entrepreneurship, what are your thoughts on the landscape of entrepreneurship and women-run businesses? Are you seeing a shift in terms of more women making the jump into entrepreneurship? And if so, why do you think that is? This is a great question. So the basis of my publication is centered around female founders. So that they're really pushing the envelope and breaking down the barriers of becoming leaders, CEOs, and so many other powerful positions within their industries. So many women, they have started their own businesses in order to break free from social constraints like discrimination or gender inequality. So that's something that I'm really passionate about. So there has been quite a bit of shift. I mean, even I have seen since I started my podcast, quite a shift where women, I think, are getting fed up with, as you said, the social constraints of corporate America, corporate Canada, whatever the case may be, 
and tired of being passed over for promotions and putting in all that work and, and not being treated equally as their male counterparts or not getting promotions, not enough women in C-suite level positions in these corporations. And I think that's a big pivotal moment for women as well, where they're just tired of it and figure, you know what, if if I'm going to get passed over and this this isn't furthering, I'm not getting to where I need to be or deserve to be, then I'm going to become my own CEO. Forget this bullshit. I'm done. Absolutely. I find that very common nowadays for women to say, you know what, I'm getting passed over. Yeah. So many promotions on so many leadership roles within corporate America. I want to be a leader. How do I get there? They start their own business. I I think it's amazing and we need to see more of it. I think it's a beautiful thing when we're seeing more and more women make the jump and going out on their own and starting their own businesses. And it's a wonderful lesson for our younger generation, the younger women in the world to show them that, Hey, you too can do this. All you have to do is put in the work, put your mind to it and keep at it. Yes. I love it. Angela, to date, what would you say is your biggest high or your greatest win? Oh, being able to run all of my business simultaneously during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that is like a high for me. Yeah. Um, because so many businesses, as you know, have struggled during COVID. Yeah. And I'm, I feel extremely blessed that I would, was able to do what I love still every day. Well, not to mention too, that during this whole pandemic, the time of the pandemic, women were the hardest hit in terms of job loss and financial loss. Absolutely. And especially women with children. Like, yes. Yeah. Cause children are at home. So they have to take care for the children. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. It is for sure. What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? <laughs> I think we kind of covered that too (laughs) early on. (laughs) Efficiency. (laughs) Efficiency. Yes. But I would say I would call myself a super multitasker. Yeah. Yeah. And with having that skill, I'm never bored or sitting around waiting on the next, you know, what if or task. Yeah. It actually allowed me to, you know, over deliver to my clients. I would also say having a creative business mindset, those two are very rare to have as a creative. When you have a business mindset, because some creatives can be so focused on being the doer yes, that they forget that they can't do everything. You know, you have to think about how do I work smarter? Yeah. How can I get someone that I can actually, you know, delegate? Right. I like that you said creatives because creatives also I find can be so stuck in the creative and not want to deal with the business side of things. They just want to focus on creating and doing and making their art or whatever the case may be in their creative world and forget about the business. Yes. And they don't streamline their businesses enough. Right. Are you able to take this business and sell it? And you know, all the processes that's in place. Have you, put processes in place in order for you to sell your business. Yeah, true. Very true. Speaking of success, how do you define the word success? What does that word mean to you, Angela? Uh, Success to me is getting paid to do what you love and live a life that is comfortable and manageable. Beautiful. 
what would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after learning it? The most important thing I've learned is to never take life for granted, especially with, you know, the worldwide pandemic that's happening. It has really put things into perspective for a lot of people like myself, like spending time with family, traveling more, eating right, exercising, and overall being a healthy individual because your health is your wealth. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, My grandfather always used to say to me, if you don't have your health, you can have all the money in the world. It's useless. Yes, absolutely. But I tend to have my moments of, you know, eating whatever I want. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all do. (laughs) Yes, I think we all do. But as you get older, you just, you know, things start breaking down. (laughs) Yeah, you got to be more mindful for sure. Yeah, you're very conscious of what you put into your body. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? Oh, One of my key stakeholders on a project at Shell I was Mm -hmm. working on said to me that he sees me doing way more higher level work than what I was doing at that time. Mm -hmm. And it made me think like, okay, what do I really want to do? That's when I decided, what am I doing? Like, I need to think higher. I need to go for my dreams. And that's when I decided to go for everything I've earned and more. And that's before I even started any business. I love it. (laughs) What makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Oh, seeing other successful people win. What does the word empowerment mean to you? Empowerment means to be a leader in encouraging and motivating others to push the boundaries and kill it in anything they put their mind to doing. Like dream big. Mm -hmm. I love that definition. That's great. Okay, we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section. So the next grouping of questions will be one, two, three word answer type things. Okay. Okay. How would you describe yourself in one word? Inviting. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had that answer before. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Of course, you're a creative. Of course, you're a night owl. (laughs) So true. Money or fame? Money. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? Try not to do everything on your own. If you have the resources to outsource, do it. It will save a lot of time, effort, and money. For sure. If you came with a warning label, what would yours say? (laughs) Warning, creative mind at work. (laughs) (laughs) What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money? More time in the day. What is one of your favorite entrepreneurial books? So it's on my desk right now. I always Mm -hmm. have it here. The Woman I Want It to Be by Diane von Frostenberg. Okay. Never heard of that one. Yeah. Entrepreneur life is? Entrepreneur life is rewarding, challenging at times, but it's not a journey where you stay the same and in your comfort zone forever. My favorite way to unwind is? Putting on some music and drinking a glass of wine. (laughs) There you go. Kick your feet up. You're all set. (laughs) Letting my hair down. (laughs) The last book or podcast I listened to or read was? Oh, I love podcasts. So I would say House of Athlete by Brandon Marshall. Okay. Retired football player. Okay. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change? Equality for all. That concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay. What gives you the motivation to keep going? 
my faith in God. He fuels me every morning to never give up. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? My parents. They both have taught me the value of hard work. What is one of your favorite quotes? If you do not go after what you want, you'll never have it. Ah, I like that one. (laughs) What would you say are the top three skills needed to be a successful entrepreneur? I would say be a risk taker, one. Be open-minded and keep thinking on what's next. Okay. What is your personal motto, Angela? To treat others the way you want to be treated. Simple. I love it. If you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Okay. Where would you live? <laughs> I would live on an island. I oh. love the ocean. Okay. What was a turning point in your life, Angela, and how did that affect you? My turning point in life is when I just decided to go for what I wanted professionally. If you do not step forward, you will always be in the same space. Excellent advice. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? Go easy on yourself and celebrate every win, small or big. Yeah, you know, so often we don't take the time to slow down and appreciate and celebrate the small wins. I mean, I don't think there's any win too small to celebrate. Absolutely. You have to reward yourself or you'll be a working machine. For sure. Lastly, Angela, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? No matter what obstacles you face in life, remember that if you do not start, you will wake up one day and wonder how life passed you by. So go for everything you dreamed of. Beautiful. Well said. Angela, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share your story and your journey with us today. I appreciate you and I'm happy and honored to have you as a member of the Empowerography family. The conversation has been absolutely inspiring. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And thank you again for this lovely platform. That's my honor as well. So once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. My guest today has been Angela Brickley. She is the founder and editor-in-chief of Luxor Lux Magazine and a photographer. Thanks so much, Angela. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Thank you. You as well. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.